0: In the holy name of Jesus, amen. There's a lot of action-packed pretending that goes on in my house these days. And when you're playing superheroes, the first question, of course, is, which character are you going to be? It confuses me desperately. I can't even keep track of who I am, much less who the boys are supposed to be. But the other day, one of the boys came up to me and decided to game the system. He said, Dad, I'm all the superheroes. I guess that's one way to answer the question. When Jesus tells a parable, he's frequently inviting his hearers to ask themselves the very same question. Who are you in this story? When the Pharisees and the scribes are his audience, they don't usually have and reckless people as sinners and tax collectors. Now, when it comes to you and to me, I suspect that we could easily answer, I'm both sons. At times, we're wanton and reckless, and at other times, self-righteous and angry of rejoicing in the midst of our penitence. There's really only one character for you and for me, and here's why. This divine service, this Eucharistic liturgy, is nothing other than a reenactment of the younger son's story. He was lost and is found. Now before you skip straight to the party, make sure you pay attention to how the younger son got there. Did you hear what his father said about him? The younger son was, but that was really the only option for them because more than anything, they didn't want to be the dead guy. They didn't want to be like all those dead sinners and tax collectors. So how did it happen? The prodigal son's journey was unfavorable, but no man has ever been able to keep on one level of evil. That road goes down and down. And for the younger son, it went down and down and down. It's hard to express the striking irony of this man who once dined in the company. More ploy to have things his way. One more stop on the road down. And so he rehearses a half-confession. Really, a negotiation. Father, I've sinned against heaven and you, but I can work this out if you'll just hire me as one of your servants. And the rest of us, the younger son preferred not to be dead. Now this is where you and I come into the story. We inevitably show up here at church for all kinds of wrong reasons. Like the younger son, we would prefer not to be dead. And that makes us really, really bad at confession. With ease, we can turn a confession into a negotiation. Or we qualify and make excuses and justify. I'm sorry, but I had a good reason. I'm sorry, but it really wasn't that bad. I'm sorry, but you left me no choice. It's very difficult to end your confession at, I'm sorry. It's very difficult to say, I've sinned, it was wrong, I have no excuse, I'm dead. And so off we set for our Father's house, hanging on to these threads of self-determination as if our lives depend on them, which in fact they do. We'd prefer not to be dead. But notice how the story goes. Notice that it doesn't make one lick of difference, whether you're here for the right reasons or for the wrong ones. While the son was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. Before he could take up his negotiations, before he could qualify and make excuses and justify, before he could even begin his half-confession, he was back in the family. He went from dead to alive, from lost to found, from lonely and unloved to showered with compassion. And that's precisely what happened to all of you this morning. Jesus met you at the door in the sights and the sounds and the smells and the baptismal touch of his compassion, and before you could take up negotiations, before you could qualify and make excuses and justify, before you could even begin your half-confession, you're back in the family. You heard it. Pastor Nelson said, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and you all said, Amen just like the day you were baptized, just like the day you were born into this family with a divine kiss of the water and the word, as good as new, even better, because you're here today. And then, like the younger son, you all dropped your negotiations. What's the use? No point in qualifying or making excuses Or justified? Who's there left to convince? Who still needs persuading when you're in the embrace of your gracious Father? And so you were set free to make a good confession. And you'll notice, just like the younger son, that's exactly what you did. You all knelt down and you said, I'm sorry, period. I've sinned, it was wrong, I have no excuse, I'm dead. And then you got the best robe draped on your shoulders, a ring on your finger, and shoes on your feet. As a called and ordained servant of Christ, and by his authority I forgive you all your sins, and things could hardly be any happier in this burst of rose during Lent. You who were dead are alive. You who were lost are found. All that's left now is to have a party. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.